Black Mirror Cracked Episode 2, Archangel. Before we get started, make sure you've watched every episode in Season 4 before you start listening to these podcasts, if you want to avoid spoilers. We do talk about other episodes, even within a podcast about one particular episode. There are lots of connections and, and things to talk about. So please make sure you are happy to hear some spoilers, or at least you've watched all the other episodes. Throughout this season, we have probably the tones are and the genres we're doing are much more diverse than we've done before. Archangel, which is more like a, an indie relationship drama. Hello and welcome to Black Mirror Cracked, which is the Daily Mirror's Black Mirror podcast. Um, we're really excited about the fourth season of Black Mirror being released on Netflix. Um, so I'm Sir Chandrika and this is Ryan. Hello. Um, and we will be talking about the episode Archangel mm. in this podcast, which was directed by Jodie Foster, the Academy Award winning actress. Yes, we don't know the order of the episodes yet. This is the first one I've watched, so I have nothing to compare them to in relation to the series. Um, obviously, make sure you've watched this episode first, because we are going to spoil it completely. So many spoilers. Huge spoiler warning right now. If you've not watched the episode, please stop listening, because we'll totally ruin it for you. Um, but if you have watched it and feel the need to talk to people about it and discuss it, hopefully it will be helpful to you. And yeah, I think that's all the warnings we could... Yeah. We, we basically just wanted to talk about Black Mirror. It's an excuse for us to sit and chat about it, because it is a show that... I feel more than maybe any other show is really good to just sit and talk about. I could talk about Black Mirror for for hours, like for each at episode. least six podcasts, if at, not more. yeah, for at least six yeah. podcasts over twenty five to thirty minutes long. Yeah, absolutely. That's what you can look forward to. Um, so, shall we have a summary of what Archangel is about? Yes. So, Archangel is about uh, a mother and daughter. Those are the two protagonists, um, and they go to a company called Archangel, obviously, as the title suggests. What do they do at Archangel? And Archangel basically give parents a system to be able to monitor their children. Um, so the system allows them to track where they are, censor things that are in their vision, um, any sensitive things that may cause stress. So it, it, it seemed to be stress triggers, like exclusively stress triggers. So. Yeah. So what they get is a filter over the stressful object, which could be a person in pain, mm. a scary dog, and that that kind of filter looks like the blocking filter that you see in White Christmas. And um, do you see it in any other episodes the blocking? No, White Christmas no. definitely. It's audio as well, so so they won't yes. be able to hear or see whatever it is that's causing stress. Yeah. Um, the idea is to just like. So the mum gets a daughter implanted. As a small child, yes. after she's a scare when she thinks she's going to lose her. And then the daughter grows up, mm -hmm. and actually the implant is outlawed. Mm. So no no new people get these implants. They also can't be removed. So the implant stays with the daughter. The mum can see what the daughter is seeing through like an iPad-type device. Yeah. And, um, and then, yeah, eventually this is a banned product, which is interesting. A bit new for Black Mirror and something we'll come back to. Mm, absolutely. The mum tries to stop looking at the kind of the tablet um, but then her daughter becomes a teenager when stuff Trouble hits teens. the fam yeah and so she starts looking at the screen again and seeing what daughter is up to mm. and this leads to obviously horrifying consequences um 
So an episode this made me think of from mm. earlier Black Mirror was the entire history of you yeah. from the first season. So in that episode, for people who haven't seen it, um, everyone in society has a chip in their brain that records all their memories and you can play them back on screens. And um, actually there's one character in the episode who has her, her chip forcibly removed by muggers. And so it's kind of the opposite of Archangel, where you have one person who's chipped and is different. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the little girl has a lot of problems at school. People mock her for having the chip. Mm -hmm. And obviously it becomes a bigger problem growing up. So did it remind you, Ryan, of um, of that episode? Yeah, there's a lot of comparisons to be had, really. Um, we like had a very brief discussion about this before the podcast. And yeah, it is almost like the opposite of that episode. And yeah. so, so for me, when you go from a society... Um, like in the earlier episode where everyone's chipped and can, and can play back their memories mm. it becomes normal but when it's just one person whose life is open to someone else's gaze does that does it start to feel criminal to look at her her life through her own eyes like how did it feel when the mum started spying on her life in a way was the mum spying so yeah the I guess the if we're talking about how society seems to have banned this technology in this episode which by the way i'm gonna just admit i totally missed that it's a really <laughs> throwaway line it's a really throwaway line and i think it does change how you feel about it, 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 it definitely yeah. yeah my entire perspective of this episode was changed yeah. by, by the knowledge of that yeah the fact that I, I can't even think of a different black mirror episode that's done this where in the episode the tech is already looked down upon by society it's already society hasn't gone in a terrible direction and become horrible and dystopian society has gone no this is bad this is bad and we shouldn't use this and it's already been banned but you can't take it out of the girl's head yeah so the As... chips just stays in there but... yeah the mum had the option to never look at the tablet again mm. which gives a control over what her daughter sees and also lets her see what her daughter sees she had the option to never look again do you think it's possible for a parent to do that yeah so i'd like to say that if i were in that position i would bin it as as soon as that became right to privacy yeah absolutely my right daughter's privacy, growing up put it in the bin we're done <coughs> this isn't good for her because she goes for an autism test and the, the psychologist i think actively recommends get rid of this it's 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 damaging keeps it somewhere keeps it in a cupboard in the kitchen which you could look at in two different ways because me i just kind of put things away and keep them anyway even if i don't really think about Oh, I'll need that in the future, which it could be that. Or maybe in the back of her mind, she was like, no, maybe I will want to use this in the future. It's hard to throw away the key that could keep a door open, that could keep your child safe. I'm hoping mm. is what drove her. But um, going back to the psychologist, so when Sarah, the little girl, is a child, they take a psychologist uh, who's saying she's not growing up like she's not developing in an emotionally healthy way. Yes, yeah. It's, she's not having the correct reaction. So because she's being shielded from mm -hmm. scary things. And what, what did you make of, of that? Yeah, that was really interesting in how, um, again, just I suppose because society has neglected to use this, sort of pushed it away. You notice that when she's a very young child, when they show her as, uh, you know, in junior school. Yeah. Um, she is a weirdo among her friends like she's the outcast yes because she's... she finds it incredibly difficult to relate to the other kids because yeah. we just do live in a nasty world with nasty things and that's just part of the human experience so for her to not have that she just can't relate to people on, on a natural level um children i think 
perhaps once they get to school, obviously the parents have shielded them. They're quite interested in probing mm. scary things. So the other children show Sarah violent videos, um, yeah. that kind of thing. And what happens... A bit too much, actually. Yeah, yeah, getting a bit A bit intense, too far, yeah. Very bloody. And then, and there's a dog she walks past on her way to school every day and she can't yeah. see the dog because it barks and scares mm. her, which is so odd because then she's never seen maybe certain breeds of dogs because they're yeah. big and scary, but she'll, she might be able to recognise a tiny dog. It, it seems cruel to circumscribe someone's world in that way um so what what the archangel does the implant in the temple it will check her heart rate and her cortisol rate mm. to check for a stress response and then will alert the parent about her vital stats and what's happening this becomes important later um it does feel unfair to take a chunk out of her emotional growth and say you can't handle this mm. and it seems like you won't grow into a full human being which is horrifying yeah which, it's interesting and horrifying. It will leave such big gaps in your knowledge and experience as well because as yeah. a child, there are silly things you'll be scared of that in reality, you may only be scared of the first time you encounter it and then you're over it because... Yeah. Say so public speaking, for example. Public, or, my, or my brother, when he was younger, was scared of my pyjamas because they glue in the well, dark. So when he, just ne- he just never would see pyjamas. He'd never see you in the dark. You could have got him. Yeah. That would... if, only, if only you needed the archangel. Oh, oh he needed the it. only twin after all. But but yeah, I mean, it would just block strange things like, as you say, dogs. Like, yeah, I imagine just entire breeds or or entirely dogs. You just can't see them. It starts to feel like something that was built for safety has become something mm. that's cruel. And um, I've, I've, it's a bit like parenting strategies not changing from when someone is a newborn, which obviously you have to be very protective. Mm three to 18 and the archangel allows you to stay the parent of a newborn really coddling them yeah um but it starts to feel like cruelty did you feel you could see the path of where the story was going yeah so and was that a problem i'm i'm not sure it's necessarily a criticism um but this episode unlike some episodes of black mirror doesn't have a massive twist at the end like white bear bear. yeah um you know, it doesn't have a massive shock for me anyway. It doesn't have a massive shock moment at the end. The end is powerful. Yes. So it's not a criticism. But I feel like within the first five minutes of this episode, when I learned what the Archangel was, I saw where it was going. Like I, I knew the path that this episode was going to be taking. Yeah. Maybe that's just because I'm used to Black Mirror and the sort of messages it portrays. I imagine if this is the first episode you've ever watched, then that probably won't be the case. But for me, I kind of saw the path that this episode was taking. Still enjoyed it. it didn't become necessarily predictable or no it's still an interesting journey Mm. um and then so when sarah gets towards being a teenager obviously she is this is the age you start if not lying to your parents admitting the truth sarah says to her mom or i'm going to be watching films at a friend's house but actually she's hanging out with boys oh my goodness teenage boys no slightly older than teenage because yeah he is slightly older than. yeah of course because that's that's what teenage girl likes. Just boy a little bit older. Um, her mum finds this out in the worst possible way. Yeah. Oh, so bad. Oh, my goodness. That's sort of the trigger that starts the bad things in this episode. Yeah. It's hard to say that what she did at that point was morally wrong because... So her mum accidentally looks at the tablet and mm. sees through Sarah's eyes that she's having sex with this boy. Yes. Which is a shock to the system for any parent to mm. be in that situation. Obviously, the implant wasn't made for no, to no. deal with that kind of thing. But she wasn't looking at it to just be snoopy at no. that point. It was because she was genuinely worried about where her daughter was. Because she'd asked the mum 
to go to her friend's house or something. Yes, and the mum said no, didn't know they were doing this at all. Mm. So that was worrying. Uh, she didn't expect to see what she saw. Yeah, so it wasn't just mor- morbid curiosity. It wasn't necessarily... I mean, it was. But it wasn't. she didn't do it deliberately to invade her, her privacy. It was, no. I'm worried about my daughter. I want to know where she is. And she'd held off invading Sarah's privacy for years. For years. Yeah. But it's sparks of a compulsion to keep an eye on her daughter. Mm. So that's the problem. So she sees her having sex. Yeah. Then she sees her taking drugs. Mm. And she doesn't she doesn't disclose any of this to her either. She no. doesn't have a conversation with her. She just pretends oh yeah, she was definitely at her friend's house. I think at one point she walks into her bedroom and she's like, Do you have a good time? Yeah. Something along those lines. And it's you know, she clearly doesn't want to disclose that she used it. How, how different is it to a mum reading a daughter's diary? I suppose it's not really any different. It's just a higher tech equivalence. In but, fact, that may even be more of an invasion of privacy. That because then you know that it's going to be private moments. Whereas here, she didn't. She didn't realize that that was going to be the case. Yeah. Mm. But it gives. But then it's almost like she's in the scene. She's literally seeing her daughter lose oh, virginity, yeah. which is Through such an invasion of oh, privacy. Oh, it just makes you cringe. And At that point, she should have thrown it away. Just like, okay, that was she wrong couldn't. with me. Thrown, she... but she didn't. Yeah, that. Oh, it gets worse. Yeah, the then she goes on a down dread. spiral. The mounting dread is in- incredible. It's mm. that's what take keeps you going through it. You kind of see, yes, this is going to get worse. Yes, that implement's going to be the worst thing ever. Yeah, it's a sense of mounting dread. You have to see where it goes, mm-hmm. and it gets so much worse. Oh so poor Sarah gets pregnant first time. Oh mm-hmm. my god! And again, with what we said with Archangel, it it, it reads all your body's stats. Um, it flashed up on that tablet mm. that um, you know the kind of iPad thing the mum has. Saying, I don't think it showed it, did it? That I don't must, remember seeing. I it. don't think we saw it, but that must. I mean, it's so heavily implied that yes. you kind of get that even when she's walking into the pharmacy. And it's it, like, a, oh, I know what's happened here. It's such an invasion of privacy again. That should you know someone else is pregnant before they yeah. do? And again, the archangel was not made to be used in a person at this age. Mm. No, yeah, know it that. should be. It should have been small children. But then you can't take it out. So he thought about everything. Everything that seems like, okay, so you can't take it out. And it's been discontinued. They seem really throwaway, but they become so important. Mm. Sarah's the only person she knows with it. Yeah. And it it can't be turned off in her, but her mum has a choice to turn off the monitor she views it on. Yeah. Yeah. And she... I assume it can't be linked to another another tablet or anything either especially with the end where the tablet's broken or I suppose you could say it's left up, up to interpretation really yeah it's left up to maybe it could be linked to a new tablet but yeah I suppose it's quite important um, that they've managed to fill a lot of plot holes that could have easily been there yeah just because no one else has this no one else no one else does have this she was they say she wasn't a guinea pig but she kind of was because it was a trial it was a trial when they put it in yeah they put the implant in so then we get to a point where Sarah is pregnant doesn't know this herself mm. Ends up going to the school doctor who tells her, oh, God. It's the worst way to learn that. Yeah, you were pregnant. Yeah, you were pregnant. But not even telling her, because she doesn't know the circumstances, obviously. No. It's just like, oh, don't worry, it's gone now, kind of. Yeah. Which is, ooh. Assuming Sarah had taken the morning after pill and had dealt with an unwanted pregnancy and, Mm -hmm. and had consciously known what she was doing. And in fact, Sarah's mother had mixed it into her food. Mm. 
And chosen the abortion for Sarah. Yeah. Oh, this is getting to huge philosophical areas now. It is, yeah. Um, there's so much more to dissect out this episode than I first thought. Um, At what point does it become a crime, the mother's actions? It's a conversation we've been having. Yeah, yeah. I I imagine that's a crime. You, I mean, it has. you can't drug someone <laughs> no. without their consent. Um, that's obviously the worst thing she does. The rest of it is wrong but in a way understandable i think what's important is unlike a lot of black mirror episodes this she isn't um the the mother i forget her name but she isn't a bad person no we still have empathy for her yeah because we all love people we've all been parented it's a completely relatable reason why she has been tracking her daughters she's worried about her and you know wants to know where she is and wants to know she's okay it's it's only that really that one action that is completely indefensible yes there's no way there's no way to defend that um yeah. her drugging her own daughter without even informing her that's just straight up awful but what crime is it because it made it made me think of the entire history of you which again the climax is a, a really violent crime so th- that bit isn't violent what the mum does is what the daughter does later that's violent mm. there's this really violent moment where the husband thinks his wife is having an affair has um or thinks well thinks the wife went back to an ex and uh, made her show him all of her memories again this are you allowed to look through someone's eyes or look into their heads a lot of us want to sometimes mm. this technology gives you the way to do it should you ever be allowed to and so the husband goes and he physically fights the guy his wife had an affair with and and has him on the floor with a broken bottle at his neck saying delete her delete her delete all the memories you had of my wife naked so you can never have fun time thinking about her again and then he sees the memory that shows him his wife had sex with this guy 18 months ago which is when their daughter was conceived and him and his wife were on a break yeah for me that's the kind of point where it it becomes a crime to use or he's been driven to a crime using Mm -hmm. this technology and yeah it's, it's probably this putting the I'm guessing morning after pill into Sarah's food that her mum yeah commits a crime but it still gets worse yeah so um, this huge this huge level of this break in trust is so gigantic that then what happens next I guess feels inevitable but it's still shocking what did you what did you make of what happens next yeah so I remember watching you watch it. Yes, <laughs> and your, yes. And, and your reaction was, you know, you like audibly gasped and like covering your face. I didn't really have that kind of reaction myself. Yeah. As I, as I said before, I found that this was a natural progression for the episode, so I wasn't entirely shocked. But there are some interesting things to dissect from that scene anyway. Yeah. Um, like she's frantically, Sarah's frantically fiddling with the, um, the tablet. So Sarah... Um... Sarah finally confronts her mother yes, yeah. in a very emotional state. Mm-hmm. She's gone through the bin. She's found the evidence that her mum put morning after pill in mm-hmm. her food. And it doesn't just uncover that one act. It uncovers the surveillance. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh my God, what's she going to do? What she does is bash her mum's face in mm. with the tablet that she's been looking at her daughter with. And it's there's blood everywhere. It's very unusual to see two women have that kind of, that level of violent mm-hmm. altercation on film, on TV. And also, it's is it sometimes teenage girls have those kind of violent feelings towards their mum because of 
hormones. Sure. Sometimes you're just like, oh my God, I hate my mum. Even so, that scene is... It was shocking to me. I think it's a mum-daughter thing, a female thing. I, I mean, possibly. Um, one thing I, I thought was interesting um, was because she's accidentally turned the filter on. She sort of hits her once with yeah. the tablet. And then maybe if the filter wasn't on, that might have been it. And she might have been shocked at what she had done. Yes. And then things That's could have sh- happened entirely differently. Yeah. And because that filter was on, she couldn't really visualise what it was that she was doing. And so she just had an angry outburst and just hits it repeatedly. And then... She could just the, see just a grey outline of her mum. Yeah. Just, you know, without, without proper visual and audio feedback... You don't really understand what it is that you're doing. She's just in a blind rage. Yeah. And then the filter comes off and she sees her mum all bloody injured. It's, it's shocking to see that. And she's realised what she's done. That's yeah. why she leaves. Yeah, if that filter hadn't been on, it might have just been just one outraged sort of slap and then, yeah. and then oh, what have I done? And maybe they could have ended up talking or, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's obviously much more complicated than that because of the grave act of what her mother's done. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, it definitely could have ended differently if not for. If and it not for that. and it takes you back to an early scene, which is really powerful when um, Sarah's grandfather has mm. a heart attack in front of her. So Sarah, as a small child, is left at home by her mum with her granddad, generally being in quite good health, so you think he'll be fine. And the horrible thing happens; he collapses to the floor. Mm-hmm. But the moment he provokes a stress response in Sarah, she just sees this grey like TV white noise mm-hmm. outline, and she's unable to know what she needs to do for him. Mm-hmm to get him help and he is okay but it takes longer because she can't see him it's interesting two family members who were in pain who were hurt and Sarah can't see them it does show that love and family involves pain and suffering too mm-hmm. and if you can if you can't see that you can't have a full relationship Absolutely. with people yeah. it's, it's very emotional there's a lot there's so much to dissect out this episode way more than you would first think um, yeah but yeah I, I think I assume that those early years of her not being able to feel things like a normal human being just yeah. really deeply affected her. I, I made this comparison before. It's a bit like parents that will um, obsessively clean things so that their children don't get sick. It's just dangerous. And they end up with autoimmune problems yeah. because the immune systems had nothing to work mm. with. It is really interesting and a really piece of work from Jodie Foster who mm-hmm. um, as we know has been in some incredible films like uh, I can't remember any at all <laughs> brilliant um, yeah I didn't realise that this was her episode I mean, while I was watching it she she was directing it and she had a few things to say about her mum who has dementia and kind of mm. how that has affected her her direction of it and at sort of the end of her mum's life, she's not recognising her anymore and, and she's becoming the parent. Mm. And so it's really interesting that she's looking at it from the other side of mums and daughters. Um, maybe she... M- maybe it's something women look back at their teenage years and think, how did I treat my mum? Maybe she didn't update her parenting from when I was mm. very small. Is is a commenting on how do you change as a parent towards your child as they grow up? How much trust do you have in their judgment? It's a huge question. Teenagers ask for a lot of your trust in their judgment. But as we see, Sarah has unprotected sex. So come on, seriously. <laughs> and and then she's taking cocaine. But I think a lot of that may have been sort of a, a, a rebellion against how coddled she was as a child. She never really felt anything. Yeah, it's... 
do you know what happiness really feels like if, if you've not felt fear and sadness and and the other side? So, yeah, these are gigantic questions mm. brought up by the, this episode. The scene where she takes drugs, for example, she's not particularly even peer pressured into it. No. She's pushing the point. It's, I want to try this. And, yeah. and uh, Trick doesn't want her to at first, but she convinces him. So it's not a common peer pressure situation. It's she wants to try it, which is, I suppose, fairly normal for people who want, you know, teenagers want to try new experiences. But I, I think it, it's definitely a stronger reaction because of how coddled she was when she was a child. So she wants all these things that seem far more abnormal to her than they would to anyone else, perhaps. Yeah. Um, what do you think of that scene where, after seeing her daughter have sex with Trick, the boyfriend? the mum goes to his place of work. It was like a furniture Mm. store or something. And she confronts him. Something she doesn't do with her daughter. Ever. She confronts him in real life, IRL, offline. Using an entirely new piece of tech as well. That um, Again, with this episode, there's so many tiny things that are really dragged out for very long. But um, she used this face scanning technology. Like cropped his face out of a picture in uh, in the memory searched for it found where he was presumably it's like an image google image search mm. but but kind of using social yeah it's not it's not ridiculously far from where we are now really it's like be right back where they the dead husband mm-hmm. is reinvented through all of his social media and i really remember a specific bit where um Obviously, the wife is like, what is what is having sex with him going to be like? And he just kind of sits there. Like, Donald Gleason does this amazing job just being a bit otherworldly. And he's like, well, you know, he didn't res- record his sexual responses on social media, which most human beings hopefully wouldn't do. <laughs> so he didn't have a re- record of it. He didn't know what to do. Um, so there's, there's some areas of a person. What do you keep? Pri- Again, back to privacy. Mm-hmm. What do you keep in the public domain? What do you keep private? In Sarah's case, she can't really keep anything private. Plus, the world isn't shown to her in all of its glory and horror. Mm. Is 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 that a crime? I, I keep coming back to this crime idea, don't I? Should you have that control over someone? No. <laughs> no. It seems quite clear cut, really, doesn't it? But yeah. But the the episode makes it quite. Uh, it does a good job of making you understand the initial reactions, at least, of yeah. why the mother does what she does. That's um, the achievement of the episode, absolutely. I think, to not make her a monster. They make her a person. Rosemary still. DeWitt's job playing the mum and, and mm-hmm. Jodie Foster directing her. I think that's a huge achievement to not make us mm-hmm. kind of just switch off and say we can't. She's she's just a monster. And Although one thing now that I think about it. Yeah. Um, I That woman that she slept with, the mother... Uh, the man that the, that the mother slept the with. same yeah so the same night she sees Sarah having sex she's just come back from a date Is he, he seems to be she's a I think he's married they mentioned earlier on that he was married yeah so she's a physiotherapist the mum and he seems to be like a, a client yeah. or a patient yeah that was a bit so again just like little moments that are completely swept away very quickly but that you can actually extrapolate a lot from yeah so what, what do you take as- from that I would assume that this man was having an affair with her. Yeah. What I would... um, and then what, what does that say to you about the mum? Mm, I mean, you could make your own judgment, really, I suppose. Well, did it make you... Not it... particularly. No. It doesn't make me think that differently of her, really. But um, it's interesting. interesting. It's interesting. She she goes from... She seems like a single mum. There's no mention of the biological mm-hmm. dad, of 
marriages relationships. Well, not mentioned ever, actually. Not at all. No. And she doesn't seem to have a partner in the house. That's fine. So this is the one time you see the mum having some fun, having mm. sex, going on a date. And then it's the same night she sees her daughter having sex. And maybe it's to draw a parallel between... This is okay for me, but not for you, sort of thing, maybe. Which, but it's it's true for, for her teenage daughter. She needs to be sheltered, mm. but to what extent? And should you? Would she want her daughter to look through her eyes at the sex she was having? Yeah. Oh, it, oh, it gets so complicated. It really does. Yeah, it's interesting. There's there's more to talk about than, than certainly you felt at first, which Absolutely. is really interesting. I wonder if. Um, I don't know, I wonder if it helps to have been a teenage girl and to have had a mother be your mother through those turbulent oh, yeah, times. Possibly, yeah, it, what kind of story would it be with a dad and a son? <laughs> it wouldn't... I think the emotional impact is on a, having a daughter for some reason. I don't know why. Mm. Maybe it's ideas of vulnerability around teenage girls. And, al- and also, so the mum gets the implant to begin with because she's worried her daughter's run off at the age of three or four and disappeared someone's yes, taken her yeah. and it it plays into them that kind of idea that who's reported as missing in the media usually someone photogenic usually mm. a young pretty girl is more likely to have their picture mm-hmm. in the news so it kind of plays on those fears as as well it'd be a different story with oh, so different i mean you couldn't have the whole the pregnancy thing would be out the window it wouldn't really work at all with a with a father and son but reactions to the son having sex would be really different. There wouldn't be this intense protectiveness mm. around it. Yeah. But it'd be a bit more like you strapping it up at least, you putting a condom mm. on that. But it wouldn't be the same intense level of... I think, I don't know. We yeah, sadly really are a little bit too young to have teenage kids ourselves. Um, so, yeah, to to summarise this, we haven't seen any of the other episodes. No. Yep. In, in season four yet although we don't know if this is the first episode they're kind of independent generally in Black oh Mirror. yeah yeah can watch them in any order really is it up there with some of your favourites would you say or is it kind of an okay episode it's an okay episode it doesn't feel like the calibre of um, many of my favourite episodes from season three which is fine It's that's good what were some of those the uh, episode with the boy that turns out to shut up and dance shut up yeah. and dance um great shock value in the episode yeah those are my two favorite episodes from season Mm. three this feels much more like a a season one season two kind of episode like a much more low budget much more a lower affair as i say there's no shock value in this it's just which it doesn't need to have not every episode should have because it become totally predictable if every episode was a massive twist i still really enjoyed it but it's not one of my favorite episodes of the of the Black Mirror as a whole um, probably won't end up being one of my favourite episodes of this series I can't imagine yeah I'm interested to see what else we have coming along in this mm. in this season it's it, I'm still thinking about it um, I think you have two different kinds of Black Mirror episodes you have one that they all have technology but some that are more about technology and some that are much more about the effects yeah some um, of them are very futuristic where some of them are this yeah. could happen kind of like now. the possibilities of the tech. With San Junipero, obviously, it's a different tone oh, to yeah. everything else. Absolutely. But it's a lot more about the possibilities of the tech. And they're quite positive possibilities. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know where I land. There's There's been a lot to unpack with it. You you saw me watching that climactic yeah. scene. I did, yeah. I, I think I'm so traumatised. I, I wish I had a filter to put on. Watching <laughs> that. It, was a, it makes it a very good scene. A daughter, like, 
bashing her mum's face with the tool of her oppression. And it's so well acted and so well shot. Oh, like, as is in yeah. the episode, really. But yeah, they, yeah, I don't know how they manage to pick the actors that they do. But they're always superb. I mean, yeah. you can't even criticise it whatsoever, really. No. Really solid hour spent in the Black Mirror universe. Mm. Loads to think about. Loads to think about. Yeah. We haven't even touched upon how the, the grandpa thing is just brushed over so quickly and there's a whole di- discussion a whole... you could have there. And yeah. You could make that even into an episode. It reminds me of Men Against Fire mm. in the last season. So soldiers going into war, they have filters on their eyesight. Yes. So the people they're told to, kill, told to kill look like roaches, as they're called. And so they, those filters to me seem like probably a more advanced version of the filters we're seeing in Archangel. And again, the filters are there to moderate their emotional responses, to feel better about killing mm. someone who is actually a human being and similar to them. And when the filter's taken off, the soldier who's had it ripped away from his eyes always has a breakdown because he sees he's been killing mm. people like himself. And it's actually an act of mercy to put the filter back on his eyes. So again, that's a, a different way. It's a similar technology. The yeah. way it's deployed has such a different effect on the human being mm-hmm. and is that a greater or lesser crime I, I, I think Charlie Brooker's great themes are crime punishment emotion parenting privacy in general just, yeah. yeah the inner life and how much should people have access to yours mm. and and this is hugely on those themes this, this is perfectly along them so so that's us on Arcade yes so thank you for listening to the podcast if you would like to hear more please subscribe rate us Click all the stars. Um, all follow them. us. All, all of them. Ten. All five. Have Ten. There. there are 20 stars. There are oh. 20 stars. Um, we'll be doing podcasts on all of the episodes in season four. Um, but yes, thank you. Thank you very much for listening to our voices. Yes. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.